It smells like beer and coffee and urine and horse sweat. And everywhere there are frat boys and fortune tellers and tourists and beggars and there are nightclubs and strip joints with music that's loud and doors that are open just so you can see the sin and sickness inside and you can hear the rhythm and the blues outside, even if you're standing way out on the cobblestones in the middle of Bourbon Street. Everyone says there's no sensory overload like Bourbon Street sensory overload. But for Tilly, it's just Tuesday. Today is just like any other day. It's just another day in the life of paradise. In this special episode of Stories of Hope, Tilly was a homeless street musician in New Orleans. Earlier this year, we asked Kay Bennett, a missionary working with Send Relief in New Orleans, to give Tilly an audio recorder. We wanted to hear firsthand what it was really like to live on the streets. Tilly recorded this material before COVID-19 hit. Being homeless is sad and frightening now. But as you'll hear, being homeless was sad and frightening then as well. This is Stories of Hope, Episode 48, Tilly on Tuesday. I'm 24 years old. I am from Springfield, Missouri. And I now live in New Orleans, Louisiana. I play music when I can. I really like to play my melodica. And I sleep outside and on the streets. Sometimes I'm by the railroad tracks or sometimes I'm in the French Quarter. Most people don't understand that as a musician, Living homeless and broke is kind of a part of it. Musicians don't make a lot of money. We live off tips. And that doesn't always get us everything. Though, they yeah, say, easier time to make money is in the winter than it is in the summer. More people are apt to give you money, because, well, in the wintertime, it's not so hot, people aren't so cranky. Life out here can be kind of rough. You got your sleeping bags, our clothes, some personal items. We pop a tent up at night, we had to fold it down in the morning too. We make the area clean. We make it look as if we weren't even there. And that's how our mornings go every morning. And that's how this day starts. Today's very cold out. It's kind of miserable. Everything is damp. I mean, wet clothes. Wet hats, wet gloves, wet dog. 
and cold. It rained practically all yesterday. Everything still damp this morning. But yeah, I have not seen a weather report yet. Though yesterday I thought it was going to be sunny. And it rained all freaking day. So, I guess that's how it goes being homeless when you don't have a phone. You really don't have technology. You really don't have much. But, you go on what's said. And a lot of times that is probably the worst assumption you could ever go by. Today's just like any other day. I ride a bike. It's overloaded. I have a dog water bowl, a backpack on my back with my purse on my side, and my melodica. I know it sounds like a lot to carry on a bike, but at least my bike still balances. It doesn't fall over on itself. It's kind of nice. Extremely nearsighted. I lost my last pair of glasses probably a few months back. My own fingertips are blurry to me. And it's hard to see. Food's not cheap, and to be honest, it's probably my most expensive habit or thing I have to buy in order to survive. But sometimes I just wish I had a house. That way my things don't get taken by me by cops and, and or people I know that I should be able to trust but can't because well, they got sticky fingers. Sticky fingers. I started this diary entry on Tuesday, January the 21st, about 12.30 in the afternoon. My father was a fantabulous musician, and I do take after him somewhat. Music comes naturally to me. I just put the sounds together. And sometimes it sounds like and then sometimes it sounds like something amazing. That's why I now live in New Orleans. It's, I can be free. I can do what I like to do and enjoy it too. Not a lot of people get to do what they enjoy. I feel lucky because I do. It's starting to get cold again. I got some warm clothes, kind of. Socks and a t-shirt, if you classify as warm. Though I've had a rather wet, rather agitating day. It could have been worse. I could not have any food right now. I could be all by myself right now. 
I'm thankful for my friends. Though I don't have very many, it's probably a good thing. I keep a lot of the people I know at an arm's distance because you never know what they're going to do. But we all get by somehow. Some of us more easily than others. Some of us live in tents. Some of us live, live in squats or abandoned buildings. Some of us hide our stuff in bushes. Some of us sleep at the railroad or in parks. You know what I mean, right, Fox? Fox, the dingo, knows what I mean. I could be a little like drug dealing, people hurting, sack or whatever, but I'm not. There's a homeless musician. Homeless and hopelessly failing in my life. So, I feel like I am nothing. But such is life. Everything goes on. Shortly after Tilly recorded this audio diary for Stories of Hope, family and friends in Missouri offered to take her in. That was too good of an opportunity to pass up. Tilly left her life on the streets and now is starting a new life back in her old hometown. When Tilly was in New Orleans, she was a faithful Bible study attender at the Baptist Friendship House. That's where she became friends with Kay Bennett. Kay's a missionary and has been at the Baptist Friendship House for 20 years working with people like Tilly. So it's not surprising, it's hard for her to hear even mundane details of Tilly's life on the street and not be moved. Many people want to ignore and walk past people that are homeless on the street because they, if they pretend they're not there, then they give themselves permission to not do something about it. And I think people need to know all of those things that happen on the street, what life is like on the street, so that they'll realize that that's a real person with real needs, with real hurts, with real pain that we need to reach out to and meet that need, build that relationship, hear their story, share Jesus with them so that their lives can change. There are dozens or hundreds or maybe even thousands of Tillies where you live. For practical advice on how you can meet their needs and how you and your church can create opportunities to share Christ with them, go to sendrelief.org. If you haven't already done so, you can subscribe to Stories of Hope. You'll automatically get a new episode every two weeks. And finally, if you liked what you heard here, please rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Stories of Hope. <laughs>